Hi. Thanks for joining us for this week's Rage for Justice report, podcast from Consumer Watchdog. I'm Consumer Watchdog's president, Jamie Court, and uh, today we've got some really extraordinary guests. We've got Lee Housekeeper, who uh, goes by the term press agent. He's an old school San Francisco press agent. He represents a lot of powerful people in Sacramento and, and San Francisco, I should say. He uh, he's, uh, represents John Burris, uh, who's a, the great um, uh, police abuse attorney. Uh, Joe Kachet, who is the great attorney who uh, takes on Apple, um, every major corporation in America. And Lee does their press. He gets press for him. He's involved in um, turning up the heat on the defendants and making the public aware of what's going on. He's also a consigliere to some remarkable um, San Francisco political figures like London Breed, the mayor, Willie Brown. Uh, he is uh, well-known among the press corps. He had a history before coming uh, to San Francisco and becoming a press agent at, um, in the music industry. He represented uh, Jim Morrison in the doors right out of college, dropped out of college and did that. He has uh, uh, got a huge bank full of stories to tell. And, uh, and he also has a, a booth in John's Grill in Union Square, which is this uh, wonderful uh, longtime restaurant where the Maltese Falcon is. And he's, uh, he has booth 21 in uh, John's Grill. And if you go there uh, on any given day, you'll find him with uh, some political figures uh, talking politics and, and making things shake up. So I'm so glad to have Lee Housekeeper with us. Thanks for coming, Lee. Well, thanks, Jamie. And I have Mike uh, Maddock as well. Mike is an um, uh, uh, advocate and a, uh, the Sacramento uh, Consigliere for Consumer Watchdog. Uh, he's uh, our, our lobbyist in Sacramento, and you've heard him before. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Lee. Hey, how are you doing? I haven't seen hey, you man. since John's Grill. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get back there. Hey, we're open. When were you there last, Lee? Okay. You were there last yesterday, right? Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. When was I last there? Well, yeah. yesterday. I had lunch with uh, Carla Marinucci from Politico, and we said uh, we had a sort of congratulatory, not our last lunch, of course, but we'll have a lot more with John Diaz, who's retired now as of today from the, being the opinion page editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. Well, Lee, you, you followed the last recall uh, and Gray Davis. I mean, you, 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 go, you go way back, and I hope We'll talk more about some of your uh, stories from the music industry another time. Uh, my favorite thing about Lee was he was there for John Lennon's last weekend. That 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 discussion could take up many podcasts. But um, this could be Gavin Newsom's uh, one of Gavin Newsom's last weekend if he's not careful. Uh, and he has some experience to draw upon because um, he uh, he he follows in the footsteps of the the, the recalled Ray Davis. You were around. Uh, and we were all around when Gray Davis was recalled. Um, my, my memory is um, he was not standing up to Enron in the middle of the electricity crisis. We were very critical of him for that, uh, and, and the public took it out on him. But, but you, you, you ran into Gray Davis um, and, and, and have, have a point of view about what, what Gavin might learn from Gray Davis's mistakes. Well, I'm glad you brought up my, my shady music business past. Uh, when I was in living in Los Angeles in the 70s, uh, I came up to San Francisco in 81. I was, uh, had a recording studio and uh, worked with uh, a number of producers. And I did a thing on Monday nights at a political uh, hangout called Lucy's El Adobe. 
and uh, in Hollywood. And Monday nights, about five o'clock, news people like Bill Stout, uh, rock and roll friends of mine, uh, and uh, and some politicians, we get together in the back room at a long table, and we'd just have a good time. There was a little black and white TV, and we'd watch the news and then go on. It was politically incorrect, called Boys' Night Out, but... Um, uh, June Lockhart, who was lost in space, and Lassie's mother was our uh, den mother and an unofficial leader, and she would read a dirty limerick or recite a dirty limerick every Monday night. Now, the reason I bring this up is because uh, Gray Davis uh, frequented uh, these uh, Monday night, uh, and he would bring with him uh, Jerry Brown. And uh, at one of those Monday nights, Jerry Brown met uh, Linda Rodstadt, and, uh, who was dining with, I think, somebody from the Eagles in, in the other main room at Lucy's. So we go back, and uh, I really didn't have a lot of contact between the late 70s and uh, uh, 1998, 99, which is an interesting uh, year because that's when Gavin Newsom uh, first uh, became was appointed as a supervisor for the Marina District and and uh, Pacific Heights by Willie Brown here in San Francisco, and to replace uh, Kevin Shelley, and then shortly thereafter he had to run. He ran for two terms, uh, fill out one term, and he ran for another. And he, uh, uh, I I worked with him on those campaigns at the same time as I did was hired by the. Uh, public defender, uh, the state public defender, uh, who was also a rock and roller, it was Barry Melton of Country Joe and the Fish, known as the Fish, who had become a public defender and led the state uh, public defender's office and hired me to come to Sacramento and engage in a four or five month uh, effort to try and save the life of a death row inmate named Manny Babbitt. And uh, uh, during that time, uh, we did almost daily press conferences in front of the state house uh, or in front of the Capitol there. And, uh, uh, we were able to, Danny Babbitt was an incredible character in that he, um, killed, unfortunately had a PTSD thing and killed an elderly Sacramento woman named Leora, uh, Leah Shendell. And it was a very ce- uh, public celebrated publicized case in Sacramento. His brother, uh, Bill Babbitt, the police went to him and he kind of knew that his brother uh, had been involved because his brother had brought home a a lighter and some change that he had taken from Leonor's, Leah's apartment that night. And he did not want them to kill his brother. So he said, "If, if, if you can get him some help, of course they said they would. He turned in his brother, it ruined his life after that, and uh, then his brother was uh, convicted. And, uh, and uh, there's a, again, it was a hue and cry from the Sacramento Bee to, all over to, uh, that area to uh, execute him. And, uh, but it turned out that Manny Babbitt was a incredible uh, death row inmate that was an inspiration to all his other inmates in a very real sense brought order and um, and stability to the prison uh, at Alcatraz. And he had been uh, an Army veteran of the bloodiest battle of, 
of Vietnam, Khe Sanh. And there he had engaged in an action that brought him uh, uh, decorated, but he, he wound up saving the lives of, 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 of these uh, encircled, uh, many of the lives of these encircled uh, uh, soldiers at Khe Sanh. And they all came to Sacramento. We all stayed in this uh, motel the government paid for across the street from the governor's mansion, uh, which uh, Gray was not living in at the time. And we would uh, trundle out to uh, do our press conferences with musicians, with uh, various celebrity people. And at that time, uh, the O.J. Simpson case had happened, and, and there was perceived to be uh, we don't want to hear about uh, 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 black murdering cases. There was a blowback, in our uh, opinion, until I was able to get a hold of the Unabomber's brother, who was white, who had elicited a, a, uh, uh, a promise to not kill his brother. And the two of them together brought us national publicity. We would go down to L.A. frequently and do national shows. We'd have national uh, reporting out of Sacramento. But the main thing was that these people who survived Quezon, from the chief of police of Detroit to one of California's top lawyers at the time to all these incredible veterans, um, were there petitioning to see if they could meet with Governor Davis to uh, beg that he uh, would com commute the death penalty and keep Manny Babbitt in jail the rest of his life. Um, I felt at that time that I had enough of a relationship with, with uh, the governor that uh, I could have a phone call returned and that I could obtain a meeting, at least with somebody in his office. They refused. He made a, a calculated uh, uh, decision to, um, to actively want to pursue the execution of, uh, and, and, and without hearing any anything that was could be said. Uh, I at one point got a call back from someone in Gray's office, uh, and he said, uh, look, Gray wanted me to call you, but there's nothing that he's going to do, and this is just days before uh, the uh, execution. And uh, I said, look, at least tell him that from a press agent, old press agent's point of view, he ought to appear to be... Uh, uh, burning the midnight oil before he makes this decision to at least look like he's 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 troubled by taking a life, and uh, I was laughed at. Uh, at that very time, back here, meanwhile, back in San Francisco, Gavin Newsom was running, as I say, for uh, uh, supervisor, and I worked with him on that campaign along with hundreds of other people, and walked precincts with him. And he was uh, 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 you know, enormously effective at retail politics. I don't know that I've seen anybody else except perhaps London Breed, and Willie Brown is the master of it, at, who was uh, so uh, charismatic and engaging and uh, made you feel like, uh, like he was really there with you at that time, something that I haven't seen him do since. Uh, Gray know. Davis, getting back to Gray Davis, he, in my opinion, was and always was an administrator uh, as lieutenant governor for Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was the dreamer. Jerry Brown was the visionary. And Gray was the one who put it 
who affected that. And uh, I don't think he ever had an original thought. And that's what got him recalled, the, the clinging to uh, playing it safe. Oftentimes playing it safe is the most dangerous thing you can do. Uh, and I think he made lousy political calculations. Um, I think uh, uh, that he thought he could um, run to the right, and uh, and he, uh, he he that cost him. Even though this was two years before, but that uh, abolitionist um, anti-death penalty group uh, led by um, what's the actor's name? Farrell from Mash. Like uh, uh, he's a Rage for Justice Award winner. Well, Sorry. there you go. You're, you're, he's a wonderful man, yes. and he devoted himself and has to, the, uh, uh, to ending the death penalty. And that group is stronger and runs deeper than uh, anyone would think. So he affect, without even appearing to want to listen to the other side, he effectively made himself a lifelong enemy of those people. And this was pointed out in a number of editorials at the time that supported uh, him commuting the sentence all over the state, including by our friend John Diaz, which was the first time I met him. Um, Mike, let me bring you in here. What does this all mean for, 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 for California? Let me bring it back to Gavin. We know Gavin, uh, Gavin's gotten in some trouble uh, because of dining uh, uh, unmasked at the French Laundry with some lobbyist pals because of... Uh, because, because the, the Republicans are trying to take advantage of the moment. But what does this mean in Sacramento for the progressive agenda, for the agenda we have? How does this play out in Sacramento? Well, the thing is that Gavin, I think, has been let down by, by his staff. I mean, he's getting new staff in. He's just announcing his new counter-recall campaign. And he's bringing in some quality staff now that, that are focused on helping him and helping the the natural democratic allies, the, the, you know, labor and the nurses and the consumers and, and those that, that brought Gavin to the dance, you know, they're now going to focus on what's important, a good progressive agenda. They're going to have to, otherwise everything's going to grind to a halt. All the, alternative, the alternative though, is that it goes the other way. Like we have this regulation we've been waiting for a firm to uh, basically prevent drilling anywhere near a home or a school or community. And he's been, he's been balking. He hasn't got it done. Which way do you think he's going to go on something like that? Is he going to anger the oil companies uh, who are going to pour money in against him? Or is he going to anger the progressives who want, who, who want him to live up to his promise to curb oil drilling? Well, I'm going to not say exactly what he's going to do. I'm going to recommend that, uh, that he goes and attaches himself to Lee's comments that he's a good retail politician and he's got charisma and then he can take charge of the situation and not fall back on his heels and let the situation engulf him. Look, he's, he's got, he has had in his, in his circle of advisors guys like uh, Jason Kinney who, who put their own interests, their access to him to make as much money as, as they can, as fast as they can. And he needs to get back to those folks that, that brought him to the dance, that, don't, that have his best interests as heart, that have the best interests of California, that don't want oil drilling in their backyards, that, want, that want to have pair. the... Want single pair. Who want single yeah, pair. Yeah, who want, exactly right, who want single pair. And not, not sitting, you know, look, at this, as Lee knows, as you know, you can't, this recall it needs oxygen. And if he wasn't if he if he wasn't sitting in the French Laundry with Jason Kinney's big money clients, the California Medical Association, in the first place, 
you know, no dinner, no oxygen fanning the recall nonsense. So now that he's starting to get to take charge of this, I'm hopeful. I mean, that, that he's able to make those right decisions, because if he falls back, he's going to become a target and he's not going to have the allies he needs. He's going to be a target for the Republicans who, who are going to try to deflect the blame from the lunatic Republican elected officials who, who won't follow science and safety guidelines. And, and, and he can't lay the blame on, on where it righteously belongs with a dangerously incompetent Trump administration, right? So he has to make that decision. And I'm hopeful that with this new staff coming in that have, that have been with very competent people, uh, in great campaigns, that they will start embracing the progressive agenda. Now, that's the progressive agenda. I'm sure Lee will will back me up on this. That got him elected mayor. That got his his name and lights in the first place. What do you, what do you think, Lee? What do you think? This, well, this I think that um, that there's an incredible opportunity here. Uh, what we've got, and we've never seen this before, is an unlimited amount of national cash that's coming in for both uh, Newsom and for the GOP's effort. Uh, the Republican Association of Governors just came down yesterday with raising money. So, I mean, we're just going to be, it, it, more money is going to flow into this recall uh, campaign than was spent here on the entire presidential election, in my view. And to me, going back to his um, his efforts when he was campaigning in the marina, I'm going to advise if, if, if anybody listens, that he go to uh, out there, that he gets out there and puts together, cobbles together a, 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 a Democratic Party that can go for generations. The last time campaigning like this perhaps was RFK that got kids and people interested who stayed in politics. Um, he can go after Kevin McCarthy in, in, in Bakersfield because he can't deliver now that Biden is president to the business interests in Bakersfield. And whatever he does when he goes into these towns and puts together these campaign organizations, and I envision um, a wall of precinct maps with pins and loyal volunteers that uh, a talented team like he's put together can identify as not just for this campaign, but ongoing to where perhaps we could get back um, uh, 48 uh, uh, that Harley the Ruta lost Nancy Steele, and that was of course ISIS district, and and it was that crazy Dana Rohrbacher's district. We could maybe make a, a a good shot at wounding or knocking off Devin Nunez, but we need this this traditional boots on the ground, uh, Adidas is on the ground team of young committed. Uh, Democratic poll workers and campaign workers and precinct workers and precinct captains that Gavin Newsom and all of this money could create. Uh, no, I just want to put a caveat in Consumer Watchdog is a nonpartisan organization. You know, take a position on the election or the unelection of governors. We, the uglies work the issues in environments, which is why we're talking about it now. But you have a viewpoint, Lee, about what this recall is really about. Not that they think that they're necessarily going to take out Gavin Newsom. But, but, but the Republicans are trying to do something else, right? 
uh, the Republicans want to uh, put them put that organization. Uh, but back in you talking about me being a hundred years old, back to where we used to call the little old ladies with tennis shoes from little old ladies from Pasadena with tennis shoes. Those were the the, the people that uh, that won the election for Republicans, and those are the people that Reagan uh, electrified out there on the campaign stump. Uh, and uh, and they put together a strong organization back then. There is not that strong organization uh, anymore. It's uh, centralized into the cities, and uh, uh, they they've basically been handed their hat. Um, uh, you don't have uh, the people that can do this and that you can call up and and talk to on a regular basis to get the pulse of what's going on. Gavin needs not go to. Uh, Carmel, where they fought him very hard and very effectively and deal and hang out with celebrities. He needs to get out into the heartland of San Francisco, or I mean into the heartland of California, into these um, uh, cities that have long been overlooked um, and uh, as, uh, uh, and turn it into a political machine. And I know that you're nonpartisan, but I am not uh, nonpartisan. So if you don't mind, I wanted to stick to that. I think I think I think it's I think it's I think it's just a, in terms of um, the what's going to be coming. It's going to be coming, as you see it, is 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 a battle for the heart and soul of California. Do the Republicans turn this in to an effective campaign organization that revives the Republican Party, or does Gavin Newsom save the day for the Democratic majority and 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 take advantage of the moment and go with all he's got with vision, with idealism, the idealism that he was elected with. And, and, and make good on it in policy and make good on it uh, as a grassroots organization. And um, after the pandemic, it, it sounds like what you're saying is grassroots is everything. Well, I think that there's a big opportunity to get out there and, and, and form alliances with that wonderful uh, 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 organization that put together, uh, uh, that Bernie put together, with that, that peeled um, uh, the... Uh, um, uh, the, the the votes off of the Mexican American and, and and Latino communities and were youthful and and uh, came up and and got uh, uh, the youth to register. I think that there's a huge opportunity, huge opportunity to register uh, Hispanics now because that was not the case before when they were being threatened as they were under Trump's administration. We tried. We went into these various districts. I say we. It was an effort led by old Pete McCloskey. And Mm -hmm. we went uh, and met with precinct captains, and Pete would pull out an actual physical map of the precincts and, and put pins in them and say, what can we do here and there? And we walked door to door. But we weren't able to register what we thought. We couldn't achieve what we thought. That is achievable now. Uh, you can get into the Central Valley. You can register uh, Hispanics, and you can uh, get them to the polls. Uh, you can employ the same tactics as uh, Stacey Abrams and the other uh, uh, good folks in, 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 in Georgia here and put together uh, a register million new voters or more. This is a big pile of cash, and what are you going to do with it? Latino voters. You can, you can, you can, you can get them to the polls. Um, it's, exactly. It's amazing. And the Asians right now who are taking it, just this horrific stuff that we kind of knew, but now that it's in the, uh, that we're seeing this, uh, 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 there are, uh, that's the largest rising group, and these people, uh, 
in many instances, except maybe San Francisco, um, uh, you know, lean Republican. I mean, in in District uh, 48, uh, uh, that that is a largely the biggest new voting block there uh, are uh, uh, Koreans and and Chinese and uh, Filipinos um, and people that actually you know, have made it and own homes and own businesses, and nobody reaches out to them. Nobody speaks their language. And then maybe Gavin Newsom could. I'm going to have to cut it off here, guys, uh, but I think we got the quote of the day. Uh, Gavin Newsom can win the recall by becoming the next Stacey Abrams. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys, thank you much. Well, we're going to do this again. Uh, this is Jamie Court. I'm the uh, host of... Uh, the Rage for Justice Report. We've been talking with Lee Housekeeper, the amazing, uh, remarkable press agent from San Francisco, and uh, Mike Maddock, our man in Sacramento. Uh, this has been the Rage for Justice Report. You can uh, download it on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcasts.